0: I would like to introduce our listeners and viewers to the wonderful Rasheeta Green, author of Love, Comfort, Passion, Craving. And we are so excited and blessed to speak with you today, Rasheeta, um, not only about your writing and publishing journey, but also of your well couple of weeks of being a published author um, and touring the country with food festivals in your book um, but to start off for this podcast um, it w- we'll start from the beginning as this this cookbook it, it began with your passion for food um, and really we'd like to hear about how your love and inspiration for cooking first came about
1: ah um thanks so much Gemma it's uh it's just you're right journey is the word it's been a a long winding road to (laughs) to where we've ended up at the moment um it has been a, a busy couple of weeks I have to say that um it's in terms of the book so yeah let's just let us just start at the beginning now the book although I sort of finished writing it during the first lockdown um and It kind of came into its own in those few, you know, months. I have actually been thinking about it for a good four years, I'd say. Um, I've always wanted to write. Um, It's why I moved to this country in the first place. I moved over in 2005 to do um, a master's in creative writing. And at that time, it was more about fiction. I was really into stories and I loved making up stories. Um, it was one of those things where you get to live an alternate reality through what you write. And, and that really fascinated me, but yeah. also because I've written in it, as um as almost like a cathartic process. So if I was upset or if I was, you know, trying to make sense of things, it always helped me to write them down. Yeah. Um, you know, I did, I enjoyed my MA. It was really nice. Um, really learned a lot about what goes into actually creating something that people will enjoy. Um, and, you know, as, as a lot of your listeners would probably realize that wanting to write a book and actually writing a book are two completely different things. <laughs> there's um, there's a lot that goes on in there. Like it's not it's not a case of, oh, I'm going to write a book and then you do it and it's done and it's out there. Um, it does take a lot of time. We had to submit like a completed manuscript at the end of the, the MA, which we did. Okay. But even that, It was a lot of you know the workshopping and the seminars and the um we used to share our work between us as as a cohort and get feedback on work Uh, we were introduced to sort of editors and publishers and things but ultimately the one thing that you come away with is you're the only one who can make it happen um just like in that sense i would like to bring your role as partnership publishing into it because at that time, um, this was obviously 2005, around 2007, the only way to self-publish was to go the online route. Um, the internet was still really young in that sense. Um, and so I feel like these days you do have many more options. Obviously, I won't go into the whole royalties and everything because that all works differently and different things work for different people. Um, but this time around, when I was writing this one in particular, I thought, I had to really think about my motivation behind it. Um, A novel would have been something that I would have written for retail. I would have written it so that it sold lots of books and I ended up on the Booker Prize list and all this. Um, And so that kind of required a different approach to how I would want to be published. Um, But with this one, I think my motivation behind it was one, to kind of bring together some of my most personal recipes and the stories behind it. Um, With Masala Masters, my business, it has always had that underlying thread of a personal connection. Any social media posts that I've done or any blog posts that I've done have always had a very strong personal connection to the food that I cook. And so I just wanted to translate that into a book so that they don't just get lost in that infinite scroll of social media
0: yes yeah and I think I do think love comfort passion craving it it is an extension of of you even just us working with you and this being such a collaborative process it's it is all it all begins with those stories and and all of your you know your life your childhood and that's for those of you please please go and get yourself copied because you there's so much of your story in the food and that's how we've kind of broken it up isn't it into the sections um and and it is that message that it that it carries and I, I think you know you do you you do touch on um you know obviously moving here to to the UK to come over to study your MA in Manchester, but you you always really miss the food that you obviously had in in India.
1: Yes, it's um. I think a lot of uh, people who move away might associate with that. I'm not saying move continents necessarily, but even, even if you're moving across the country and you're far away from friends and family, and there's something about home food that just cannot be replicated no matter where you come from, it's one of those really simple comforts that has so much power to just make you feel better. Um, and although like, I think I got really lucky because I was in Manchester and I lived right on the edge of the curry mile. There was this massive Asian supermarket, which still stands um, worldwide foods. And it, it gave me the opportunity to try and recreate some of that food. Now, it, you know, there are people in my, you know, life from India who say, oh, you know, she's always been a really good cook, but I hasten to add, there were very <laughs> few things that I could actually cook <laughs> when I first left India there was very little that I had actually mastered yeah, um, yeah but having the resources there and knowing what I wanted food to taste like that kind of encouraged me to try these dishes on my own it helped to have an inherent passion for cooking an inherent love for cooking Of course, um, but you know my really my passion helped and the love for cooking helped But it also, in a way, furthered my um, inquisitiveness of how all of these dishes come together. Um, At that point, it wasn't as easy to just ring my grandma or ring my aunt and ask for the recipe because... You know, it was expensive to ring internationally, Um, again, the Internet, because I was in student halls and everything. I didn't have Internet for a little while. So it was a case of going to this little Internet cafe that I used to use and trying to quickly um, find some way of getting in touch with people. Um, so it was, I was left a lot to my own devices and to my taste memories and stuff like that, which is why I do feel like I wanted to bring that into the book, that it's not so much about knowing what to do, but also relying a little bit on your own senses, relying a little bit on your muscle memory, almost on your, um, you know, your recollections of what food means to you and finding a way to get there through your own cooking.
0: Absolutely. I do. I think that's, that is such a a vital part of of the book is that you you can pick it up as as a complete novice. um, And, you know, just to add in, it's great for vegans, vegetarians as well, gluten free, you know, you've really catered for for really anybody. Um, and you and I even remember the conversations that we had at the very beginning, you know, you don't want people to pick it up and be terrified that they're going to go wrong. Um, or if they don't have a certain piece of equipment, you know, it's a case of uh, the kitchen just being this crazy wonderful space to <laughs> create all of these dishes. Um, and I mean, when going back to your the actual publishing journey, um you you approached jade and laser here at partnership publishing about four years ago and at that at that point I mean had you is the recipes that you write are they ever changing or just because obviously it is so it's something that is obviously very personal to you but also it's something that have you just adapted over time to make work
1: Yeah, I think very much so adapted them, because when I first approached Jade and Deza, it was very much just a concept in my head. I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. I thought it would be more of a storybook with recipes interspersed. Um, Mainly, I just wanted to try and capture everything that the women I grew up with taught me. Um, So it was more at that point, my focus was more on those women and what they mean to someone like me, but also what people around you, what sort of role people around you play in how you um, associate with food. So yeah. at that point, it was more about the memories, it was more about the stories. And as I started writing it, um, obviously, you know, you do need some food in there. If you're going to call it a cookbook, you need yes. some food in there. Um, and I, I think in my own sort of cooking journey, I was still a little bit apprehensive because although I enjoyed all this food, I still didn't feel confident that anyone else might actually want to know what it's about. I, I wasn't sure if, if people would actually enjoy the food that I wanted to share with them. Yeah. Um, if you've noticed, you will not, you probably didn't recognize any of the recipes from the names alone. There was maybe the and Josh and the butter chicken, but... Yeah. Or chicken tikka and but apart from that there are majority of these dishes don't even have English names that have gone in there I do have a little bit of a description as to what to expect from it but and th- at and that point when I was doing when I was writing these recipes up I thought is this am I sort of making it difficult for myself and making this a little bit unsellable because You open it and you flick through it. Yeah, the pictures look great. But when you look at the names, you just think, oh, not sure what that is. Um, But I think as I've grown more confident in my cooking journey, it's made me more confident about the recipes themselves, because I could write up 50 recipes of dishes that you might recognize, um, but they wouldn't be authentically me. I wouldn't have the right kind of stories to go with them no and i think that's kind of what cemented the whole thing together for me as a project because i thought if i do have a story then there is a context to it and that then that might make people more likely to actually cook it and try it try something new um and so that's how it has evolved over time to the point where I'd made a long list of dishes that I'd like to put in. And then I'd sort of gone through and canceled out some that were a little bit too obscure or a little bit too tedious or a little bit too, you know, you needed some specialist ingredients. Um, and as I've then tried to finish the book, I've included some of these back in because and I think there is also a note with a couple of them that says, don't try this at home. Um <laughs> because you know it's too much trouble (laughs) to buy it you know if you'd like to make it the recipes here but otherwise it's too much trouble just get yourself some from a shop Um, but I think that that in a way feels more authentic to me because even when I'm teaching people to cook I will very often say you don't have to follow my recipe this is a guide this is what it'll taste like if you follow this particular recipe. But if you do have a recipe that works better for you, then go with that, because it's important that you enjoy what you cook. It's not not entirely about the person who's giving you a recipe. Uh, because cooking is intuitive, you know, if you don't like something, you'll never eat it again. And I'd rather you tried something and thought, oh, if I change just a little bit, I'll enjoy
0: that better. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's so, so true is really yeah. true. And, and I think I mean obviously um coming on to the the Yorkshire sales food and drink fest but y- you're also often at a Freeman street market in Grimsby as well aren't you and you're able to create these dishes for for people
1: yeah it's um it's lovely that I can actually do that because initially it was quite early in 2000 and, late 2017 early 2018 when uh, Sean the ma- manager from the market approached me to say would you come and do some food demos okay. and I was more than happy to do it because I love the idea of community and food and Freeman Street Market has always been an iconic market within um northeast Lincolnshire anyway so um they were really really good in the way they set it all up you know nothing was too much trouble we had Um, you know anything that I needed they were very happy to provide and I think more than um, more than them providing it it was this idea of let's work together you know it's not just that we've asked you to come and do it and the rest is up to you no let's work together let's make this the best that it can possibly be and that is so important I love working with other people other businesses other uh, you know organizations and stuff yeah Um, because that community spirit is so important. If we want to move forward as a society, it is vital that we all work together. Profit is completely secondary. I mean, initially when we started working together, um, I didn't get paid, they didn't get paid. So we were just basically doing it for the love of it. Um, yeah. And you know, it was great to be able to buy the fresh produce off the market and then create something that people didn't know was possible from the things that I bought in the market. Um, the first few weeks, there were a little bit, um, you know, people were a bit wary. Hang on, yeah. this smells funny. It's not the kind of smell we're used to from potatoes and cauliflower. <laughs> 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 let's see what she does. Um, and over like three or four weeks, you really got to know the traders and they got used to seeing you there. And it was just such a such an organic way of involving myself into the community Um, and we've just developed a fantastic working relationship since I mean it's been really really good since then there's been a lot of other food vendors that have come on there you know you had Greek Shack and Beast Burger and um, Funny Onion is coming on there now so a lot of local independent food businesses have taken that opportunity up to create like an amazingly versatile food market Um, and that's more than you can wish for from one request of can you come and do some food demonstrations you know it's it's fantastic
0: yeah and and how that and how that has progressed and now it's just that wonderful community really community spirit isn't it and Mm. and even now you know with with your book Um, and you're able to use it or utilize it whilst cooking with people and encouraging them to try new things or if they don't like it then that's fine you know you move you move on and you try something else and obviously it, it would be lovely to speak with you about um taking Love, Comfort, Passion, Craving to to the Yorkshire Dales Food and Drink Fest at the end of July. And you were able to have an actual tent there, weren't you? And you were able to have the stations um, for people to cook at.
1: Yes. Yes. That, that was like a really happy coincidence because I was meant to be doing like a a food stand at Yorkshire Dales in 2019. But at that point, I think I wasn't ready to cater for 8,000 plus people. Um, and so I decided to drop it then and wait a year. And then obviously 2020 happened and nothing happened in 2020. So (laughs) come this year when they got in touch with me sort of early, um, early this year, I said to them, look, I can't, um, you know, do a a food stall. But if you have the capacity to do workshops or demonstrations, I'd be more than happy to come and do that. And um, they've had great success with their cookery school over the past few years. So they said, would you be open to doing that? And I jumped at the chance, especially when they sent me the setup and everything it was just ideal because cooking with people is what I enjoy the most it's all right for me to cook and for you to eat and, and enjoy it and that's great but if you can actually take something away from it a skill or a newfound appreciation for paratas then I've, I've done my job so yeah. that worked out really really well the setup was actually fantastic we had 10 stations all with cast hobs and um, uh, chopping boards and they all had um so there was two people per station we had so it was it was a massive operation we had about 300 plus people across two days um doing wow. workshop it was a mad busy time but i wouldn't change it for the world it was a phenomenal experience
0: it's no and and it looked it it looked absolutely wonderful and you you know just to not only have experience with people but to have your book there and and you know you were your book was published at the end of July and it it was it was touch and go but we we all we all made it and and that was that was really um the first outing and the launch of of the cookbook and obviously this weekend coming um the 14th 15th of august you it is an actual official book launch more local to to northeast lincolnshire and that is at the at freeman street market and the globe but please thoughts am i right
1: yes um it was i mean it was great to actually share the book with people with real people in um, in yorkshire but it did feel as though i needed to do something to celebrate the people that that have actually you know given my business the opportunity to grow so um so we're having two book launches two slightly different ones the one at freeman street market is on the 14th on the saturday yeah. from 12 to 2 i believe or is it 11 to 1 i'll confirm that with you but i think it might be 11 <laughs> um, and you know keeping true to what my role on freeman street market has been previously is doing food demos and then i'll have the book there anyone is more than welcome to come and try some food come and talk to me about the book um And then, if they'd like to buy it, I'll have some in a box that they can, and, <laughs> you know, they can buy there. um There was a friend, very good friend of mine, Rachel affleton came with me to Yorkshire Dales, and bless her, she was doing all the social media and everything. Um, oh, and every she time she
0: did a fantastic job, we're all up <laughs> today.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a seller. I'm not somebody who is. I'm not a salesperson. So every time, um one of the workshops started to come to an end she'd find something to do b- right behind me and go book tell them about your book <laughs> and they just sort of me into say, I wrote a book you know can, yeah. you can buy a copy <laughs> um, to the book <laughs> <laughs> that's it and I'm sort of uh, just like you know tell them how much it costs and um and i think yeah so she said something like oh and for a, a penny extra she assigned it for you so it just um you know it's it's one of those things where i think as a as an author that's another thing you've got to learn that unless you shout about it not many people are going to shout about it <laughs> for you so it's you that's know.
0: very true and Rishita, you are so modest and down to earth all the time anyway just as a person I mean you yourself you're in the top 100 women in business in 21 in 2021 in the UK as well and it's just you know it's it's been a pleasure to to have been part of this project with you um and be on this journey as your publishers um and if anyone um hasn't bought themselves a copy yet of love comfort passion craving please please do and uh richita if people can follow you on social media it's best on on Masala masters am i right yeah right
1: it's easiest to do that uh, i have considered maybe setting up social media for the book but we'll do that when we do the next one yeah
0: um so- <laughs> That's <gonna be> another-
1: <laughs> Um, No, at at the moment, yes, Masala Masters is probably um, the best place to follow. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we are on Twitter, but I'm never actually on Twitter. So, you know, you can just give me a follow, but mainly Facebook, Masala Masters and Instagram. I do have a YouTube channel as well. Um, uh, It's a good one. You know, the recipes that are on there (laughs) um, in my little kitchen and everything, and I enjoy doing it. Um, and I'm updating it as as and when I can but yes Masala Masters on Facebook and Instagram
0: wonderful well thank you so much for your time Rashida it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you today thank
1: you I just quickly mentioned globe as well because um, we you know on the on Sunday the 15th uh, there is another little book launch at the Globe coffee shop in Cleethorpes, And the reason that I picked this one in particular, because we've got some fantastic other coffee shops around um, Cleethorpes. But the reason I, we've picked this one in particular is because, again, with the Globe, we started doing our first ever brunches. In fact, it's the only place where I've done an Indian brunch and we did them regularly. And. Um, and they went down really well. Again, a fantastic relationship with Matthew, the one, um, you know, the person who runs the globe. Yeah. And he is so so passionate about community and about, you know, supporting events that better the community, that bring the community together. So it, it's another one of those amazing collaborations that I wouldn't change for anything. Um, they're so welcoming. They're so homely. And it's just a different Kind of warming vibe in there, uh, so I'm so excited to be there. That'll be a little bit of a reading. Um, I'm putting one of the items from the book on their specials menu, so they'll be serving it. Um, but yeah, I'll be doing a little bit of reading and then a catch up with whoever's book to come. But that should be really nice as well.
0: Sounds wonderful. And yes, do do go check out the book at Cleathorps. And um, if, if if anyone's passing. But that is, uh, yeah, that is all that we have have time for today um, on the podcast. But yeah, once again, thank you, for It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you.
1: Thank you very much, Emma. It was really nice to talk to you too.
0: No worries. Take care. And you. Bye. Bye. Bye.